Hey everybody, um, welcome to today's podcast. My name's Eric. Um, today we're going to be talking about rollerblading games. Um, so I've been rollerblading since what, 1998, 1999 on and off. Um, initially I first started playing roller hockey uh, with some friends. Um, and that quickly progressed from, you know, skating um, recreationally, shall we say, and playing hockey at school to taking the two center wheels out of my skates. I was riding some Bauer FX1 when I first started, those black and like orangey yellow um, hockey skates. I took the middle wheels out, started grinding, um, doing stair sets, things like that. And then obviously it's progressed now into you know, a daily thing for me to go out and get on my skates, whether it be for physical fitness or tricks. Um, and I get a lot out of it. Um, but I'm not going to be able to do it forever. Now, one of my other interests is playing games. Now, I don't play many games. Most of the games that I do play are simulators uh, in one way or another. So I play a lot of things like um, survival games, uh, you know, Fallout, H1Z1, um, Player Unknown, things like that, you know, games where, you know, you kind of have to kind of survive um, and explore the world, and it kind of feels like you're there, it feels like you're in the game, in one sense or another, like when I play Fallout, I really get engrossed in the gameplay, um, because it's something that I enjoy. Now the same applies for rollerblading games, of which there have been several, um, and I'll get onto the key topic for this and, and what I actually want to talk about, which is a, a an in-development game now called Honor Roll. Um, that's currently being developed. But what I want to talk about a little bit is where it all started. So, for me personally, my kind of my step into rollerblading games was a game called Aggressive Inline. Um, but that's not essentially where it started. The very first game that I recall, um, as far as rollerblading goes, was Jet Set Radio. Now, in America, I know that they refer to it as Jet Grind Radio. Um, and that was released by a company called Smilebit um, for the Sega Dreamcast in 2000, I believe. So, you know, that was just after I'd gotten into the rollerblading scene. So, you know, as I'd taken up the hobby, you know... The, the games have been released. Now, I did have a Dreamcast, but I never got round to playing Jet Set Radio on the Dreamcast. Now, I do actually own it on PC now. Um, but the idea was, um, it was a gang of youths. Uh, it was set in a fictionalized Tokyo. It was all cel-shaded. You know, the idea, it, 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 it was praised all over for its fantastic soundtrack and the visuals and and. and and just a general kind of rebelliousness of it that kind of gave it that rollerblading vibe. Um, and that eventually got a sequel. Um, so Jet Set Radio was 2000. And then there was Jet Set Radio Future. <coughs> Excuse me. And Jet Set Radio Future was 2002. Um, it was regional as well. So in North America it had different cover arts and things like that. Um, and then... Sort of things progressed from there. There was a few other little, you know, side projects, uh, things like that. There was um, it was called DJ Boy. Uh, it was in 1989, um, and that was a, a Japanese game as well. Um, it was a side-scrolling beat 'em up. Um, 
many of the characters had roller skates. Uh, and although that was just, you know, I was born in 86. This game was released in 89, DJ Boy. Um, although I've seen some footage of it, it's not a game I've ever played. My first step into playing aggressive sports games in any sense was Aggressive Inline. Aggressive Inline was released in 2002. Uh, it's purely a rollerblading game. Um, and there are some professional skaters in there, uh, including, but not limited to, I might add, uh, Chris Edwards, um, Eito Yasutoko, Frankie Morales, Jaron Grubb, Ty Chris. So those, those are big names. Um, and it was made by a company called Z-Axis. And they're, um, they're the developers for it. It was published by uh, Acclaim. That was a fantastic rollerblading game. Um, it was full of content, full of tricks, but it was all very over the top. It was all very um, fabulous. The, the level design was, although amazing, it was over the top. Um, the skate park design, although it was amazing, it was over the top. So it wasn't necessarily a realistic portrayal of what rollerblading is. But I played that game to death. I played that game to death. Um, and for a long time I didn't play anything else. However, in 2003, although for the record I didn't get this game until much later along um, in my rollerblading sort of adventure, I didn't actually find this game for another year or two after its release. Um, it was called Rolling. Um, now rolling is a complicated subject because it's fantastic, like absolutely fantastic as far as rollerblading simulations go. Um, it kind of got cut short. So the company that was developing it, uh, Rage Software, um, as far as they were concerned, in, in their words, they were aiming to create a more authentic recreation of rollerblading. Um, even the box states it has 250 tricks. Uh, aggressive Inline focused more on the exaggerated fantasy-themed levels and high-scoring, fairly unrealistic tricks. Whereas... Rolling was focused more on the realism of it. So, you know, you had lots of skaters to choose from, including, I think, like, Feinberg was in there. Um, Sessa, there was Fabiola. And now from... Um, in 2001, um, the working title for Rolling was actually Sessa and Fabiola's in Landscape. And they continued with the development of the game through 2002 um, under a new title of Rolling. Um, but... Rage Software began to suffer financial problems that year and were forced to close in January 2003 before the game was released. Uh, SCI published the rights to publishing Rolling, uh, purchased the rights to publish Rolling. They were impressed by it and thought it would be an ideal title to add to their portfolio. Uh, they acquired a very complete version of the game and hired previous developers from Rage to add the finishing touches. So although Rage closed that aspect of the game and that team that were developing it, uh, SCI came in and sort of saved rolling in a sense, they even gave um, employment opportunities to some of the developers that initially um, created it. Um, now, aggressive inline and rolling are set apart from Jet Set Radio in the sense that Jet Set Radio is very futuristic, very fantasy, it's all Tokyo, it's all cel-shaded, it's 
more like an arcadey experience. Whereas the regressive inline, although it is arcadey, was initially set to kind of draw a defining line between arcadey and realism. Um, and rolling was like the next step. However, since rolling, uh, rolling was 2003, when, 2018. So since rolling, there's been no, you know, substantial leaps forward as far as rollerblading games go. So Tony Hawk, for instance, took a lot of um, the aspects of things like aggressive inline, the ability to do switch-ups and things like that without having to, you know, have long, complicated button sequences. You know, Tony Hawk took that from aggressive inline. They took that from aggressive inline, which says that not only was aggressive inline a good idea, it was a good idea in the sense that it showed what was possible with a controller. Um, and so, rolling comes along and does something quite similar. They have a very unique tr trick system in rolling, but it's based off the simple principle that you can only do so much, and so they did what they could with the controllers that we had back then. Uh, and although the controllers for the GameCube are essentially the same, um, there's no difference between the controllers back then and now. You know, we still had the dual analogs, but there was no system in place for creating um, a realistic simulator. So, what happened next? Um, we had a few mobile games. Excuse me, we had Blading the Game. I think that was um, John Julio from Valo slash Themscapes. He had quite a lot to to do with that. I think he brought in a developer um, and they spent some time developing that. It's now no longer on the App Store. I'm guessing for whatever reason it, it didn't take off. Now I played it um, and immediately put it down. I only gave it about two or three hours of play time um, and lost interest. Um... So rollerblading games kind of stopped after rolling. They didn't really get any further. Nobody made any real progression in terms of making a rollerblading game that felt like a rollerblading game. Um, and then Electronic Arts made the Skate series. Now the Skate series, as far as I'm concerned, is what rolling is to aggressive inline. Um... It's the next step from Tony Hawk, wasn't it? Because Tony Hawk, you know, there was a lot of button bashing involved. And I use that term as loosely as I possibly can because there is a lot of strategy to Tony Hawk. And, you know, when you when 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 you figured out the controls, you can do a lot with it. But for me personally, it never felt like I was truly skateboarding. I never felt connected with the skateboard in any way. Although I, I did, eventually. Like, Tony Hawk, I think Project 8... You got a bit more control. You could use the sticks to kind of control the board in a sense. When you were in the air, you could slow things down, and you'd, you could use your the sticks to push the board in different ways. Um, but I never, I never, it, it never gelled well with me um, until Skate Series came along, where you use the sticks to actually physically control the character and the board. Uh, and I got. Hours and hours and hours, months of entertainment from all three of the skate games um, by Electronic Arts. But all three of them played them to death. And that's the problem. I played them to death. I stopped playing them. Um, I don't touch any of the old rollerblading games. 
Um, and then all of a sudden on Facebook, I see a teaser for a new rollerblading game. Oh my! Now this new rollerblading game is titled Honor Roll. And now I'm not sure if there was ever another title for it. Um, from speaking to Yella, I believe he might have had a working title for it. Um, but Honor Roll works perfectly um, in terms of its title. Now, Honor Roll is the rollerblading equivalent, in my opinion, to the Electronic Arts Skate franchise. Um, you use the sticks to control your feet. Um, if you want to do a savannah, you cross your sticks over just like you would cross your feet over. Um, it's intuitive, it works, it makes sense. You use the sticks like you would use your feet when you're actually rollerblading. Um, and so I'm getting so much enjoyment out of playing on a roll. Um, I post videos all of the time. We now have a little community of rollerbladers that all work so hard to play this game and create content for it. There's a replay editor that we all use, um, and we use that to make our videos. Um, and we get so much out of it. There's now it's currently in development, made by one guy. Um, he's had some help along the way. Uh, Leaving came in for a bit and did some some coding and stuff. He's left now. Um, it's just Yella. Um, and Sophie working on it. Um, now it's currently available on Steam. So if you've got a PC, you can buy this game now. Um, I highly recommend it. I highly recommend it. There's a character creator now. Um, we have a small community, a very small committed community um, called Honor Rollers. We do modded content. We post non-modded content. We offer support. Um, to PC gamers. The problem we have at the moment is it's still not available for a console. Um, I believe it has been set back, although from from where I stand, I don't mind at all. He's already told me personally that although things have and will slow down, the game will get finished. He has every intention of finishing it, Um Continued updates on PC show me that he's, he has every intention of finishing the game. Um, he's working on the environment right now. Um, he's just finished putting um, Dustin Babinski in the game um, and the flat frame by Anthony Potier. Um, both look amazing. I will put some links in the description for this podcast so you can go and check out the videos that we've been making and you know have a look for yourself. I'll also link the game. From Steam, so if you know if you're on if you're on a PC right now and you're listening to this, you can go and have a look. I think it's quite cheap now; it's about fifteen pound. Um, in terms of where that sits um, economically, in terms of what you'll be paying, I'm not entirely sure. Um, but it's not a lot. I mean, I backed the Kickstarter back in the day, um, and so I've always had regular access to the game. I've had access to you know public builds that have been released to backers and a few special builds here and there um, with new features, things like that. Um, but on a roll is different. It's different to aggressive inline, it's different to rolling and it's a world apart from Jet Set Radio um, because it feels like rollerblading. It genuinely feels like it. It feels that when you when I'm using the controller and you do need a controller to play, you cannot play this game with a keyboard. It is nigh on impossible to play this game with a keyboard. It's, it's, 
there's so many variations of tricks. There's so many ways to to do these tricks that you need a controller to work it. Um, which is why rollerblading games have always been made for consoles and not PC because you do need the ability to have a controller to be able to play it. There's just too many tricks to. It's just it's just too much. So if you want to head on over and check it out, by all means, check out the links. I want to talk a little bit about how the game works. Um, but talking about the control system is a long process. Um, and that's not really the goal of the podcast. What I will say, though, is it's definitely intuitive. Um, I've, I I went down to British Inland Championships um, beginning of this year. And I took my PC, uh, represented uh, on a roll whilst I was there, um, got my hoodie. And I got a lot of people coming by and playing the game. And we had the trade show, we had like Loco Skates were there, uh, Fox Wax were there, um, and we also had on a roll there. Um, and people would come in, they came in to see it be played, um, and then they would have a go. So they were adults, you know, some of my friends came over, tried to have a, have a go, um, and struggled with the control system. You know, getting your head around it all can take a few hours. But then I had some kids come along, and oh my god, they just figured it out so quick so quick you know there is a tutorial in the game that walks you through the processes um but these kids came along i just explained it to them i was like just these are your feet and then that's all they needed like and they just cracked on uh it blew me away because it took me a while to figure out on a roll it took me days to figure out how to use on a roll like literally days to get all the control but when we first started playing the game there was no tutorial there was no you know guide on how to do the tricks we kind of between myself and you know the hundreds of members of the community we kind of just like cracked on and figured out how to do it and that's the same sort of thing we've done with the modding we've kind of all just worked together to try and figure out what we can do and we've been creating some of our own content unofficially of course Uh, you're still putting official content in the game the brands that help the backing of the game, things like that, they've all got to be put in, you know, like Blade Life and things like that, they're all in, um, and they'll be adding more content as he goes, um, but the whole principle, the whole the whole principle of Ron Roll is just, just skating, it's just about rollerblading, um, rollerblading and filming rollerblading, um, there are some in-game challenges, I presume there will be more, there's competitions, um, photography opportunities. I suspect that there'll be video opportunities as well. Um, you can do a lot with it, and it is, in my opinion, the rollerblading equivalent of the skate franchise, and only because you use an intuitive control system that feels like rollerblading. So, like when I played the skate franchise, it felt like I was skateboarding. I felt like I had complete control over the character and what he did and didn't do. And I have that in on a roll. I I have the ability to choose what I do, how I want to do it. There's a balance system in there. Um, the difference being that it's like skate in the sense that there's no on-screen visuals. There's no balance bar swinging from left to right. You just have to watch your character when he's doing the ground. So if you're skating a long handrail. And you see him start to lean one way. You've kind of got a, you know, it's all about visuals and and it's hard work sometimes. Oh my God, the game is so hard. But not in the sense that it's hard to play. In the sense that it's hard to get 
what you want. Like if you want to do some stupid tricks, go for it. But you're not. It's not going to be a first try thing. You're going to have to work at it. You're going to have to learn how to spin properly. You're going to have to learn the controls and which sticks you need. Um, and how to approach the rails properly and how to approach the ledges properly. You know, if you go too fast at something, you're going to regret it. If you don't go fast enough, you're not going to make it. Um, so it's intuitive in that sense. And I really want more people to see it. I really want more people to have a go of it. Um, because honestly, I think I get the same out of on a roll that I that I did out of the skate franchise, you know, I do get a proper full fulfillment out of the out of playing it. And that's what I want. I'm not gonna be able to rollerblade forever. I'm well aware of that. You know, I'm thirty one now, my knees are going, my back is gone already, not far off. Um so I can't rollerblade forever. But I can game and and I will still be an active member of the rollerblading community. Um and this game is another way for me to be active within the rollerblading community. So to have one, you know, because I could easily just have done the same thing for blading the game, except I didn't get anything from it. There was nothing for me in that game. The same applies to rolling and aggressive inline. Like if I go back and play those now, I don't get the same feeling from it. I enjoy it, but only the same way I would enjoy playing the Tony Hawk's games. You know, it's a game I play. I still play Tony Hawk now, but I don't get that fulfillment out of it that I do out of Honor Roll. So essentially, Honor Roll has ruined all of my old rollerblading games, but in the best possible way. Uh, I get so, so much fulfillment out of it, so much joy out of playing it. Um, I can't go out and film all the time, but I can film every day in Honor Roll. Film every day. Be a part of like a, a productive community every day um, and that's great that's fantastic which is exactly what I wanted from on a roll um, as a bl so although it's different to the other games it's a rollerblading game um, and I promote any and all sort of aspects of rollerblading that are going to help develop our sport now I'm not for this new school old school malarkey I don't do it um, and it's frustrating to watch other people who do do it. Um, old school, new school for me is irrelevant. I get that people dress differently. That's fine. Dress however you want. And the same applies for on a roll. You know, there's a character creator. There are some big pants in there. There are some skinny jeans in there. Um, and I feel like that has actually held it back a little bit. Because when I've posted content, instead of post, instead of people commenting on the content in a constructive way, um, we always seem to go back to this new school versus old school battle which is very frustrating so the idea behind this podcast was to talk about on a roll in a different way um, which is that it's not about new school and old school it's about supporting it's about supporting whatever it is like whether it be 50-50 frames or rain liners or, or them skates you know these are these are companies doing something for rollerblading that actually not for themselves either like i get that some companies come in and they do it for themselves you've got to it's got to be a viable business you've got to make money i get that but they're doing something for rollerblading support that support something support on a roll you know if you if you know a rollerblader tell them about on a roll because the odds are you know another gamer like i rollerblade and play games 
I know a lot of people who rollerblade and play games. So the odds are pretty good that you're going to know someone who rollerblades and plays games. So just tell them about on a roll. Like, honestly, like support something, support on a roll. Um, it's a fantastic experience, a fantastic game, it's a fantastic project. Um, the guy making it is fantastic. Like He's developed games before and he has every intention of finishing this game. Um, so support it, make it happen, make this shit happen. Um, I believe he still has every intention of getting it out for console this year. Um, I expect it to be later in this year or early into next year. Um, if we can help, I will. Um, I've I've already emailed Yala and offered my services, you know, as limited as they are. Um, and I've had a few other people inbox me personally. Um, frustratingly, they seem to think that I'm part of the development team. Um, so initially I have to explain that I'm not part of the development team. Um, just a, a concerned gamer who wants this game to happen. Um but people message me like offering their their support and their help their help to develop the game. You've got I've got level designers who've inboxed me and three D modelers and whatnot, and I've that's fantastic. The fact that people go out of their way to kind of offer their offer their assistance for free to support a rollerblading game, uh, which is what we need more of. That we need more people supporting these little projects, and that's the irony in it. Is on a roll is not a big project. It's not. A thirty-man AAA game. It's not. It's not. They don't have a thirty-man team. They have a one-man team making an independent title, um, publishing it themselves, developing it himself. Um, if you've never played it, you need to play it. It is a fantastic experience. Again, I will link it up in in the description below, and then you can all go and take a look, have a nosy. Um, you won't regret it. I know that there's more content being added all the time. Uh, I know that the guy works as well, do you know what I mean? So the, the development is, it's, I wouldn't say it's regular, it's kind of erratic, but in the same sense, like, the guy works. He has to work, um, and he's developing this in his spare time. Um, any and all support will go a long way into helping him develop this full-time and, and and make it make it happen. Um, I'd, me, personally, I don't mind how long it takes. And that's never been an issue for me. Uh, I'm more interested in the game developing and, and, and the physics side of it being the most important part for me. Like, I want that bit to be complete. And, and it's crucial that the physics aspects of the game work, like the flip animations and, and all the different grinds and all the different bits that you can put in. Um, it's key for me that those bits work. Um, so check it out. If you've, if you've, if you've gotten a role, you know, just leave a comment. Let me know what you think about it, and what your favourite aspects of it are, and what what it is that you want from the game. Um, if you've bought the game on Steam, go and leave a review. Um, it goes a long way to help the game develop. You know, positive reviews go a long way. Um, if your review is negative, that's fine. But you know, make it constructive. Like, it's fine to be negative about it, but tell them why. Don't just go in and bitch and moan. You know, if you've got something critical to point out or to state about the game that's fine go and be critical but honestly i think the frustrating thing for me and i'm sure it is for for the development team is to go onto like the list of reviews and just see hate 
Like, what use is that? What good is hating going to do? None. Like, be constructive. Be Offer your criticism. Like, if you're a rollerblader, you're the perfect person to review the game. You're the perfect person to offer criticism and offer advice. So use it. Use your experience in rollerblading to point out, you know, what it is you want and what it is you like about the game. Um, if you haven't got the game and you're waiting for it on console... Um, you do not have to wait much longer. He has every intention of getting it to console. That's his plan, is to get it onto console. It'll be on Xbox One and PS4. Um, but go and give them a like on Facebook. Check them out on Instagram. Uh, if you search for Honor Roll Studio, they're on Instagram. If you search for Honor Rollers on Instagram, you'll find our group. Um, and we post regularly. Like, literally, every every week we post uh, new content that we've created and updates from the development team and things like that. Um, so well worth checking out, definitely. The whole game is fantastic and well worth checking out. Um, <coughs> excuse me. So, with that being said, in terms of my top five, unfortunately, I don't have a top five because there's only really three rollerblading games that I go to. Um, and do I've just started playing aggressive inline and rolling again on PC using a PS2 emulator. Um, but out of out of the three of those, on roll was the only one that is, in my opinion, truly a simulator. Truly shows what rollerblading is about and the aspects of rollerblading. Like it just it 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 blows my mind when I play it. Literally every time I switch it on and start doing stuff, I do new things. I mean, I've been playing on a roll now um, regularly for nearly two years. I mean, since the Kickstarter ended, I've been playing and I haven't stopped. Um, if you, By the way, also, if you did back the game on the Kickstarter for a console copy, due to the delay you've been given, and you should check your emails, a free copy on PC. So if you've got a friend who's got a PC and you still want to play um, or want to kind of get a vibe and a feel for it, you can download it at your friend's house. You can download it on your own PC. If you've got a laptop that kicks ass, you may get away with it. The only problem with the game at the moment is it's still essentially being developed, which means that there are issues. Um, nothing that's ever held me back, I might add. Like Even like the visual and the graphical bugs, sometimes they, they go in my favor when I'm editing videos together. Um so again, yeah, if you backed the Kickstarter for a console copy, you've also been given a PC copy for free, which in my opinion is fantastic. Although ideally, nobody wants to give out product for free, especially when you're an aspiring game developer and you're struggling as it is. Like the rollerblading scene, there isn't a lot of money in it. Everyone knows this, um, but people are focusing on it, you know, there are hashtags trending now. Support something. Just go. Just here to skate. You know. Support something. Support on a roll. You know. You don't have to support on a roll financially, but talk to your friends about it. Share some videos. Get the word out. You know. There's a lot of rollerbladers out there who still don't know about on a roll. Um. So any and all help will get this game out there, right? And that's what we want. We want people to see on a roll um, and to see what it's about, get the experience of it, you know, if you ever played Aggressive Inline or Rolling, or any of the Tony Hawk games, or any of the uh, Electronic Arts Skates franchise, 
play on a roll. Like it, it is fantastic. The best experience I've had on a simulation game, um, as far as sports sims go. Um, definitely worth a look. Um, honestly, I'm not sure what else to say about on a roll. Like it's one of those where you just need to give it a go. Um, I will be doing another podcast um, either later on this week or next week to talk about on a roll in detail, to talk about the control system, to talk about the replay editor and to talk about you know the game's development and how we've progressed and things like that. Um, so do check that out. I'll be posting regularly, I think, from now on with in terms of my podcast because it's good. It's good to be able to talk about rollerblading in this sense. Um, you know, when I talk about rollerblading on like the forums and and on on the Facebook groups and stuff, the conversation it dries up pretty quickly, unfortunately, because of this whole new school, old school vibe. Everyone's so caught up in their own opinion that they're not really willing to budge and take on other people's opinions. So this podcast is cool because I don't have to worry about anyone else's opinion. I can just voice mine. Um, so if you liked it, just give us a little like. Um, leave a comment. Let me know what you think. Um, again, if you've been playing on a roll, let me know what you think. Um, and then until next time, stay true, guys. Keep rollerblading, yo. Save.